It's uh, September, October, December. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See, for Grace and I, it's quite literally the opposite yeah. because it's uh, my birthday is the 20th. Uh, Christmas is the 25th. Our anniversary is February 14th, yeah. Valentine's Day. Well, at least you yeah. team those two up. You don't have to get like a Valentine's Day present and an anniversary present, that was, right? That was both of our ideas. It's, a, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, look, I'm bad at remembering dates. Can we just say it's February 14th? Yeah. It was actually like February 11th. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Sarah <laughs> but, still remembers our first date anniversary. I'm like, who cares? We got yeah. married. That's the new anniversary. We don't <laughs> observe the other one anymore. Just I ordered you f- to forget it. I order you to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm she still ca- brings it up every year. You know why? Because it's like her dad's birthday too, or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, for Grace, it goes uh, Christmas on the twenty fifth. Her birthday is January fourteenth. Wow. And then our anniversary, February fourteenth. Yeah. So December, January, February. Yeah, yeah. Everything right in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, at least I get a little break in November to like <laughs> to recoup. Put, yeah, to recoup and to, let the, to make some more money. Let the debit card stop smoking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Do you guys do stockings? Like, where, you probably go home or something. We do. Uh, you we, do stockings for each other. We do That's stocking, what I'm like. We what do stockings hell? for each other, but it's all like the cheap stuff at like Target. That's what I'm like. Gonna, yeah. You know the the Target the stocking Target aisles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we just say like, okay, yeah, like. This, Candy, yeah, and, this and that, and this and this. Yeah, yeah. Total maybe fifteen dollars yeah, for yeah. stocking. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna have it's to, all the little stuff. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Hugging to Learning. Oh, hey, it's the show about one thing: <laughs> watching Seinfeld for the first time. And yeah, if you're listening to this, it's January sixth. <laughs> yeah, by the yeah. way, it's um yeah. <laughs> should, should we pull the curtain back? I guess. Okay. Yeah, we're recording these oh, obviously before I see, I Christmas. See. Yeah, yeah. Because we wanted to be able to take like a couple week Christmas break. But with this coming out January 6th, there is no break in episodes. Yes. So enjoy on your road trip uh, another episode, another new episode of No I, Hugging, No Learning. I mean, if January 6th, I think everyone's like f- been back already. I guess that's when the three wise men were still on their trip, apparently. <laughs> you know, that's the 12th day of Christmas, January 6th. Is it really? I think so. I, thought, I think it goes. I thought from, the twelve days of Christmas were leading up to. No, Christmas. it starts on Christmas as the first day of Christmas, and then the, the, it goes to Epiphany. Oh. I think. But well, is that twelve days? Twelfth day of Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I think it's twelve days. Are we counting the twenty fifth? Yes, that's the 25th, first day of Christmas. Twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Engaging radio here. Yeah. Twenty ninth, thirtieth, thirty first, first, second, third, fourth, fourth fifth. fifth. Yeah. And then Epiphany. Sixth. Oh yeah. Epiphany. Maybe on Epiphany the sixth is not day. a day of Christmas. Or Epiphany on uh, the seventh yeah, day. I mean, Twel- or the, the twelve 13th. days of Christmas and then Epiphany. Yeah, right. So happy twelfth day of Christmas yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you got all those birds and people that your uh, significant other is yeah, supposed to buy yeah, for you. Now that you've got nine birds. Yeah, yeah. Because the first four days are all birds. Yep. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Why we don't know. Uh, but at least you got the tree in there. So, oh, I'm Tim Murphy. <laughs> I'm Ted Hollow. I don't think we said that yet. Nope. Uh, today we're talking about the Stranded season three, episode ten. Uh, but before we get to that, we did have some homework in the last episode. Yeah, we learned uh, what Jackie Guy's actual name Let's is. Let's hear it. Albert Pepper. Albert Pepper. Fantastic. Yeah, because uh, what the landlord was just uh, yelling about, or no, he was talking about uh, Kramer's mom, Babs Kramer, right. would yell, Albert, get back here, you... I, I forget exactly big what he says. Y- you big hairy yeah. ape. Yeah, <laughs> Come we, back to bed. Yeah, because uh, she, her big old fat stomach was hanging out of her shirt. <laughs> yeah, and she's yeah. sucking Colt 45 from a can. Albert Pepper. Sounds like a fantastic woman. <laughs> yeah, well, who knows how much of that. We still think... Oh, yeah. I still contend definitely... that he was trying to get Kramer's goat and get oh, him yeah, to break character. Because sure. if, if it was nobody... 
someone would have been like, man, why would Liz- he say that? Yeah, this yeah. landlord's weird. But then if it's, you know, if it, if it is a, a member of the Kramer family, then he can protect Albert's belongings, but they make off with the jacket anyway. So, um, and we were also wondering, oh, the, um, the landlord who played him, a guy named Roy Brocksmith, who has a long and storied career. He's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, Scrooged, War of the Roses, Tango and Cash. Huh. He had a big part okay. in It's Gary Shandling's show, The Hudsucker Proxy, Picket Fences. Here's where I remember him from. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I've never seen one of those. those I've were never my, even seen Bill and Ted. Those were my excellent adventure, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I've never seen any of the Bill and Ted's. Yeah. Bill, Bill you only got Ted two movies. to catch up on. We keep on yeah. hearing about a three, but you might want to catch yeah. up now. Before. I, I, I do really want to watch it. Yeah. Because um, it's just been, it was uh, for the longest time the running joke between my grandpa and I because my grandpa's name was Bill. Oh, and, Bill and, and Ted. Yeah, and my name is Ted. Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> but I love, those were my favorite movies as a kid. I mean, just front to back, both of them I could do any time, and I can't pick which one is better than the other. But in the second one, he gets, they, they, um, Bill and Ted die at the beginning of the second one, and he gets possessed by Bill. And so it's funny because it's an old man talking like, but like Ted possesses his dad, and then it's another old fat bald guy who's possessed by Bill, and so they're like, "Whoa, dude!" I, you know. So, but he's it's very funny, you know, character are, work. Are they on Netflix or anything? Oh god, they should be. I think they are on Netflix actually. I'll have to look them up. Yeah, every so often I see something on Netflix, and I'm like, "Why is Netflix not plugging?" Ne-? Like, Goodwill Hunting's on Netflix. Is it really what a brilliant movie? Huh. Yeah. I love that. I can watch that movie anytime. And I'm like, why don't they put that in my suggestions instead of, well, I know why, because Colleen watches Trolls and <laughs> Moana, and so I you don't get anything. You got all the, the Disney yeah, animation. Exactly. You guys are definitely subscribing to Disney Plus. I was talking drops. about it last night. I really? was just talking about yeah. it. I was like, that is going to be a must-have. I, yeah. I don't know what brought it up, but I was like, we're going to have to get that. <laughs> like, If there's one family that is like the demo for Disney Plus, it's your family. Yeah, we got, we got all the bases covered between the, the young kid and the young girl and the princesses and all that stuff. So uh, I think that was our only homework. Was that right? Yeah, that. Okay. And uh, I, since uh, Oscar season is coming up, uh, this was news. Uh, well, as this is coming out, this is news a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But Jerry is like uh, coming out like against the Oscars for getting rid of Kevin Hart. Yeah. As the host, and they're saying, oh well. The Oscars is uh, more in the wrong than that than Kevin Hart is. The Oscars needs Kevin Hart as a host more than Kevin Hart needs the Oscars as a platform. Yeah, I don't know if he was saying that they were wrong for getting rid of him, but I think they were like, I think he was saying it was probably a dumb move because as viewership continues to decline for the Oscars, they still get pretty solid numbers, but every year we hear this is the least watched in history. Yeah, this is the least watched. And so to get the biggest movie star and one of the biggest comedians on the planet to host yeah, would have been... Yeah, he's huge right now. Yeah, could you imagine what he had done? There would have been a funny skit with The Rock. I mean, it would have been pretty entertaining, but then they were like, well, I guess we got to do this, so... I'm, I'm just kind of spitballing, and I'm thinking that The Rock brings Kevin Hart out in a... What's the, what's the thing that you have for Declan? A oh, Bjor- a, a baby, Bjorn? A baby Bjorn, yeah, yeah, yeah Bjorn, yeah, yeah. They, they would be de- hilarious. They would definitely get an adult-sized one of those for Kevin Hart yeah, for The yeah. Rock to wear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I, told, I mean, Kevin Hart did not need the Oscars. It would have been fun for him, but yeah. Pff, please. Yeah, he's still going to be in all the biggest movies and, and the Oscars. But yeah, is... I don't know why it was news that Jerry Seinfeld says this. I'm like, oh, okay, sure, why not? Yeah, he's been one of the, I mean, we've talked about it before, how he's the kind of guy who hates having to change. Well, I say he hates having to change, but he, I loved what he said in that Today Show interview. I'm like, that's brilliant. I've always tried to do this in my career, which of course pales in comparison to the great Jerry Seinfeld, but... Like, when you change the <laughs> rules, he's like, we're like Lindsey Vaughn. You can change where the gates are. I'm always going to hit him. He was like, uh, um, comedians have to shift with 
public perception of what's okay and what's not okay. He's like, I'm okay with that. He's like, that's how I've always worked. If that's not okay anymore, great. I'll be funny this way. You can't say, yeah. you know, you get these comedians that go, oh, man, we can't say the F word about the gays anymore or whatever. And it's like, well, no, but you try something else. You know, yeah. try, try another funny thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's the way. <laughs> I, so I love that idea. I, I loved what he said. You know, you can put the gates wherever you want. I'm still going to hit them every time. I, I love that. I thought that was great. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a really cool quote. Yeah, yeah. It just makes me think of uh, all the people in my hometown. It's like, no, you can't say anything yeah. anymore without offending anybody. Yeah. How about you just actually have a conversation with someone yeah. then? Or, or the guys who are like, I don't even know how to act around women anymore because of the Me Too thing. It's like, well, you were being, that means you were being creepy I've, before it. I've, and now it just means like. I've literally never heard a person like say like in person yeah. something good about the Me Too movement. Yeah. Or like something like not awful. Yeah, yeah. Like it's always been. Oh, this Me Too movement, you can't do anything around women anymore, yeah. is just pure garbage. Right. So same thing. <laughs> makes that... me cringe so much. Like, makes me cringe out of my yeah. skin. So the guys are like, oh, you can't be funny anymore because everyone gets offended. It's like, well, you can still be funny. Just try to, try to, put, try to, make, try to make it a skill. You know, <laughs> try to make it a skill instead of just like saying shocking things. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe when you're listening to this, you've already found out. Uh, that they got President Amazon to host the Oscars. And 20, <laughs> whenever you're listening to this, uh, yeah, maybe you know something we don't at this point. But all right, so should we get into the episode? Um, yeah, the Stranded, I season believe- three, episode ten. It aired on November 27th, 1991. Yeah, I was negative one year, 23 days old. Oh, we didn't do any of the socials or the oh, right. uh, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, give us a follow, no hugging, at no hugging on Twitter, no hugging, no learning show at gmail.com. If you uh, want to send us some mail, if we egregiously skip over something mm-hmm. and you'd like us to touch on it in a yeah. future episode, we are going to send out some no hugging, no learning stickers. If you give us a five star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts to the first 100 written reviews we'll get in touch with you i that that's that's a problem for future ted yes that's a problem for future (laughs) ted uh to figure out like where you're at and get your address but we will do it i promise if you uh haven't listened to us before we are not a research heavy show i'm watching these episodes for the first time tim is watching these episodes for the first time chronologically after being a huge fan for years and um yeah, so don't don't hit us with the oh you got this quote wrong at, at, oh, at yeah, twenty one yeah. minutes and forty three seconds. That hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh but I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. Like, oh, these guys claim to be experts, <laughs> but they don't get, even get the quotes right. First off, We've never claimed to be experts. I'm not an expert. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're more an expert than me. But you see how much I've forgotten about yeah, it over the years. Yeah, but there's so many like, things. There's so many things that even go by you. Yeah, and you're yeah. a huge fan of the yeah. show. Yeah. So I mean, but but certainly if we've you know if we skip over a, a reason for something like oh here's the way I read this scene or whatever we love to hear that stuff. So. Yeah, like even in the la- yeah. even in the last episode that we're talking about, George was making a joke about his school in Long Island. Yeah, I took it as a dig at Jewish people because of their noses. Yeah, you took it as a dig. Just just on Long the Island. The shallow superficiality of Long Island. Yeah, yeah, so I would love to get an email from someone like, oh, yeah, I took it this way. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, I took it that way. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. All right, let's get into the episode. <laughs> I'm getting fired on <laughs> I know. No one's even complained. You're no. just like yelling at somebody who's never written to us before. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, what? Are we at the description? No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If you're looking at TV Guide, the night of November 27th, my sister's negative second birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's 11 months younger huh. than me. Huh. Uh, right but... around Thanksgiving. <laughs> Must have been right around Thanksgiving, I'm guessing. I, I, yeah, I think so. It's right around that time. Uh, waiting for a ride, Jerry and Elaine keep a party's host up late. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could even extend that. We're going to find out a little bit, but um, we'll, we'll get to that portion of the show after the episode. So we start with a great stand-up bit, another one of my favorites. We ended with one of my favorites, the rhinoplasty, in the last episode. This one's about choosing cold medicine. Uh, this is classic. One, if I put it in the pantheon of great Jerry Seinfeld bits. You know, this one's long-lasting. This one's fast-acting. Do I want to feel better now or later? And I love um, that the... It was like, you see the commercials for these. It's always a guy... Standing like this. I mean, did this uh, resonate with you? Because are these cold com- are these are commercials still the same? I I, I can't even. I mean, they're different. Because now. I picture what he was saying, like the guy standing facing, and his body is facing the camera, but his head is to the side. There's one no face, mouth open. This I had is- to, I had to think of what he was talking about. You see, because it- I know, like I know, like the diagram that he's referring yeah. to, but I've never seen like a. Just a commercial. See, these like are this. the commercials that I grew up with. So really? I was, so I'm like, wow, are they different now? I had to think about it, and they must. I mean, be they're, if they're you entirely can. different yeah. now because there's always all, like the, it's all marketing. It's trying to make you like remember the product, not just okay. Here's what it does. Here's, how it here's works. the name. Yeah, here's yeah. where you can get it. But that's why. So I mean, it, it did do the same thing. I mean, it was still advertising and yeah. marketing, but it was like you know, if there was a if you had a stomach ache, it would be like a, a lightning bolt in your stomach or a big red pulsating thing. Yeah, I've never seen that, that like see, in a in a drug commercial. And I love the line, you know, no face, mouth open. This is how drug companies see the public. Just yeah. like put this in here. <laughs> There's even an extended version of this joke where it's like. It's like one tube that just goes down into the stomach. Like that's all. That's all the human body is. Yeah. I seem to remember that anyway. So I think this was chopped up a little yeah. bit from. But this is one of my favorite Seinfeld yeah. bits. I love it. But yeah, two. It's things- too bad it's not timely. Yeah, you know, timeless. Two things from this. I wanted to point out: is this taken from the same bit? from last episode where Jerry's talking about the pharmacist being two and a half feet up because I refuse to believe that he's got multiple <laughs> bits that go back to a drugstore. One talks it, about... It must be. One talks about like looking at the medicines yeah. and like, oh, this is fast acting. This is long lasting. And then I'm just assuming it's a natural transition to, oh yeah, and I walked up to the pharmacist and why is he two feet up? Probably. Probably it, all the same bit. I don't remember. It's yeah. got to be from yeah, the same bit. Got to be. Um, but also, did you notice the season one and two logo at the top of the show? No, I didn't. I stopped looking at the logo. Yeah. What's the difference? What is it? Well, is it the checkerboard one? No. No. Okay. No. Uh, the se- well, the season three logo that we've been getting is yellow oval, blue lettering with um, a red triangle yeah. for dotting the eye and a drop shadow over okay. the yellow oval. This is just right back to the white block letters from season I one and two. Totally did not notice and i yeah i remember that you were noticing that and i was going to start noticing it but then i fell into complacency and i stopped <laughs> noticing it but i mean I, i've fallen into complacency looking at jerry's outfits <laughs> yeah, that, yeah no. that was something we did like the first couple of episodes and then never again. i know i know we're not a research heavy <laughs> podcast stop yelling at us um all right so after the stand-up bit we're on a new york city street establishing shot yeah. Did you notice what I noticed right off the bat? The movie, or the movie theater, or yeah. like the play outside that just we're, says, "I need more sex." <laughs> yeah, we're right what out. I mean, the hell? they want to. Sta- they could get any New York City establishing <laughs> shot from the the <laughs> immense library, and they go with the 
porno store slash theater because I think that was a theater attached to a video cassette store. So it's all a porno. And I think across the street is a shuttered, boarded up Howard Johnson Hotel. Honestly, though, I mean, this is this, like New York City in the seventies, like taxi driver New York City. <laughs> but this is still New York in the nineties, probably. Because like, didn't. I, I'm trying but to think. But it certainly looked know. like a, an establishing shot you would have seen in Taxi Driver. I don't know much about like New York City history. Yeah. But I, I remember hearing that it was Giuliani who cleaned it up. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? I think... When was he mayor? Do you remember when Giuliani was mayor of no. New York City? Okay. I I think it was like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And so certainly could, Times Square. I think Times Square is one of the main parts that people say that he really cleaned up. You know, made yeah. that a tourist mecca instead of a perv mecca, you know. <laughs> yeah. And like they actually like shut it down and you can't drive yeah, through right. there. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is thinking about it now. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need like space for just these yeah. millions of people to walk. Yeah, If definitely. you're having millions of people just oh, crossing God. in front of traffic. I remember being there when you could still drive through it and when the when all the Broadway shows let out at the same time. Oh, oh my gosh. It was like... The worst. It was like a mosh pit. It was like worse than any mosh pit I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was absolutely insane. Circle pit with the theater kids. <laughs> yes, yes yeah. it definitely was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the, the, the marquee at the porno theater says, I need more sex starring Amber Lynn. I had to look this up immediately. I know we're not a oh, research-heavy no. podcast. but Is she I, real? Amber Lynn is real. Born Laura Lynn Allen on September 3rd, 1964. So she's 54 now. She's still alive. Okay. Which is maybe more than you can say I, for a lot of other actresses who came up in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> is she an adult actress? She's a, Yeah. She has 233 credits on Internet Movie Database. Yes. I need more is sex. Is she still working? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I, I okay. know she got into like activism, you know, as far okay. as like sex work and, and things like that. Uh, so she might be working in that aspect. But um, I need more sex is not among her 233 credits. Man, yeah, I know. So it's weird. It must have been just. It must they, be an alternate it's title. It's so weird that they used a real actress, but not a real movie title. Well, it must be. I'm guessing because she's in a lot of movies that have. You know, uh, I I, I should have written more down. I guess, but they're not <laughs> titles that. Scream! This is a porn movie, so I'm guessing it's it's it was an editorial decision oh, by the porn so, theater so owner. So it's like a 70s and 80s title. It's not like uh, backdoor babysitters. Nine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something that's like more artsy. Yeah, and shot. yeah. Back when they, like, like when they were trying to like an actual movie. Yeah, think okay. like yeah, the like Boogie Nights. He was trying to make actual movies that just happen to have a lot of sex in them. I think that's <laughs> so, and that's my. I don't know. So she worked definitely in the 80s and 90s, but. Um, you know, I'm guessing it was an editorial decision by the marquee yeah. guy that was like, who's going to go see a movie called Lisa's Adventures? We're, <laughs> we're going to call it I Need More Sex, and people will actually come into the doors, you know? Uh, and then they'll come when they're... Uh, anyway. Uh, who's yeah. who, who's going to go see Elaine Does the Upper West Side? Yeah, Elaine Does the Upper West Side, exactly. We're going to call it I Need More Sex with Amber <laughs> Lynn. Uh, so, yeah, uh, she is real. I had to look that up since it was so blatant. That's incredible. Get... I didn't I didn't notice the actress name. Yeah. I only noticed. I, only yeah, I read, need more sex. I need more sex because it was giant. Starring Amber Lynn. Um, all right. But then for some reason, you don't see a convenience store in this block. But now we're in a convenience store. Maybe it's a convenience store slash porno theater. That oh, my God. In. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, we were already uh, <laughs> in the second episode. We were in a porno store slash video store. I thought, we were, I thought it was going to be that same video store oh, from that episode. I I would have loved if we went back to that exact same store. They, they established it so, so well that this is a video cassette because that's the, the front <laughs> part of the store. Like, so you're looking in the movie theater, and then it's like the movie theater is like down half a block, but then the rest of that block heading towards the camera is video yeah. cassette and disc store or something like that. So <laughs> is, I guess maybe even CDs. Is this were a convenience store? Because I wrote that it was a drugstore. 
Uh, same deal, I guess. Okay. I guess drugstore. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. It looked like they had food and, and stuff, or was it just drugs? I couldn't tell. Um, it, I can't it looked remember like now. they had like basic, yeah. like pre- not prepared foods, but like yeah. basic like processed. I'm guessing it's like, like a CVS, Rite Aid, Dwayne yeah. Reed. I guess just, if you call those drugstores, those yeah. are convenience yeah, just, stores just, to me. Just a small little bodega yeah, uh, yeah. On, on the corner. Yeah. Did um, I say Dwayne Reed? That's what I, yeah, I think that's did. a big New York store. So I'd, I'd picture something like that. But yeah, so we're there. George has fleas. Why does he have fleas? <laughs> I don't think they established it because Jerry literally just says, "How did you get fleas?" I I feel like did, they did, but did now they? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. But their homework. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't worry. About yeah, that. it's not important. It, it's, it's the not very important. like yeah. first line of the episode. Um, so he needs to buy an ointment for it, and he starts telling George about uh, telling, telling Jerry about Jerry about this Long Island party. Yeah, that and he's, he's going to go to. He's saying that it's going to be a good party. There will be girls. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Jerry's saying there's girls everywhere. We're in New York City. There's yeah. girls right there yeah. talking. I walk and out shopping. the door. There's girls. There's, yeah. yeah. There, there's another girl right there. Yeah, yeah there's a girl. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be girls at this Long Island party. And it's a haul from Manhattan. It's pro- It sounds like an hour or something like that. Yeah, I um, actually I did the math, yeah. actually. We'll get to it uh, later on whenever they're actually at the party. Oh, or do you, you want to get to it now? No, no, that's okay. But Jerry's like, everyone's going to go. You came out all the way from Manhattan for this you know yeah. he's like it's it's too much work to put into a party we're never gonna live up it's that's never gonna live up to, up to that and everyone's gonna go why are you here this party sucks you know yeah. and so it's gonna suck immediately um and George uh pays for his flea ointment well hold up they're they're comparing the medications oh, I do like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this is one bit that I really like they're going over the ingredients they're the exact same thing yeah and George is like oh where was yours made uh or no Jerry asks George where his was made and uh, he says uh, somewhere in New Jersey. Yeah. And Jerry's is made in White Plains. White Plains, so, New so, York. So he grabs the one yeah. made in New York. Just a subtle, <laughs> like, stab at New yeah. Jersey. Plus, I think White Plains is a pretty nice area, like, outside of the city, I think. Yeah. I think George it's like a like, nice where, suburb. Where's yours made? White Plains. White Plains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's got to be nice. <laughs> um, yeah, and George buys it, and he says he gave the clerk a 20, but he only got changed back for a, for a 10. Yeah. He argues the security guard comes over, says yeah. that George is making a scene. And, like, I'll give, like, George the character credit here. He's making a scene, but he's not, like, losing his cool, Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, it's almost, like, <laughs> like uh, psychotic in nature, the way he's just, can, like, not breaking eye contact, smiling the whole time. I did like the line. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll be back. You, yeah. you haven't seen the last of me. I, I will be back. <laughs> yeah. That, I will get that $10. That $10 I, <laughs> will be mine. Yeah. As he's being pulled. I like the line, too, before the security guard even comes over. Like, well, who is in the, more of a position to make a mistake? Me. Who knows what's in my wallet? Or you? <laughs> like, and she just cuts him off, and she goes, "You." <laughs> He's, well, all right, uh, and yeah, and then the security guard, who, by the way, I kind of recognize. Um, did you recognize this actor? No, who is it? Um, his name is did Michael Milhoen. Yeah, I had to look him up early, even though we're not a research-heavy show. Uh, <laughs> and he played basically a police officer, a coach, or a bartender in every show from the 1990s. If you name a television show. Hang with Mr. Cooper, Home Improvement, Step yes. by Step, name something, oh he's been God. on it. And I, he's also in Field of Dreams, The Rocketeer, he's the principal and she's all that. So he's worked a ton. He's just one of those great character actors that Seinfeld huh. has, has plucked up and, and uh, used in the show. So, nice. yeah, 
Um, I recognize him from a lot of different places, yeah. evidently. I just wanted to point out, like, if this was in 2018, George is literally just a walking public freakout YouTube compilation. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 And, th- and this <laughs> this would be one of those clips. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. In current day Seinfeld, George does go viral. I'm certain if they were still writing the show. For a public freakout? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, public God, freakout. Yeah. And he finds out and everyone's pointing at him. And he's like, what's going on? And Kramer's like, you haven't seen the video or something? Yeah. <laughs> what a great episode that would have been. Uh, or will be when they all come back. Eventually. Uh, but so we're at the Long, uh, the Long Island party now. George ditches Jerry and Elaine immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah. Immediately. You go to a party with a friend and they're like, oh, I'll be with you. Don't worry. I know you don't know anyone. Yeah. Don't worry. Immediately walks yeah. off with Ava, yeah. who is his current co-worker. Yeah, yeah. And this is, uh, this is what I was kind of alluding to uh, in last week's episode. And where I was confused. Yeah. Is George currently employed or not? Because in last week's episode, he had a job interview. Yes. And he was saying that he's unemployed. Right. All of a sudden, this week, he's employed again. Yes. Yeah, so and confusing. Ava is his coworker, and he sees her every day at the office. I initially thought, because that part doesn't come up later, I initially thought that, oh, it's a former coworker. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, but then it becomes increasingly clear that he still works in an office with her. Yeah, and like it would be so easy... <laughs> to make this, I, I don't know. It would be so easy to make this work with a continuous timeline. Yeah. Like, okay, yes, George <laughs> is still unemployed. Ava is his former coworker. Yeah. They don't see each other anymore. She was attracted to him because she liked him, but she hasn't seen him in months. It's so easy, it yet does- they don't freaking do it. It doesn't make it any less confusing, but does it help at all that this episode was meant to run in season two? It depends on when in season two, honestly. <laughs> 209. So that would have been towards, after he got fired. Towards the end. Yeah, I don't remember what episode 208 was. Let's try to. That was well, still do you remember after the production? he got fired. Okay, the tape. Oh, that's season three. Um, yeah, the remember the production codes were all screwed up and I didn't. And we had some missing ones and I was like, oh, I wonder what happened to 209. Well, they filmed it and they never released it. Um, so the deal would have been uh, this episode, the heart attack. Yeah, I don't remember when he actually left. The revenge. <laughs> the revenge is. Episode 7, so this would have aired after The Revenge, but The Revenge was filmed, I don't know, the, you know, the production codes were all screwed up, and so the filming and the release were mixed up, so they, they just never gotten it right. The, the crew just needed, like, an extra month yeah. to put everything in, like, a timeline. You can still have... Get some sticky notes up on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, like, uh, get some red string, yeah. and just, like, yeah. string that all around the room, like, okay, this <laughs> happens, then this happens, then that happens. Yeah. It's very easy to do that. I promise. I think and you can still have a show with a lasting impact and characters this great, but not like have huge plot holes yeah. like this. I think in the original production run, it would have been in season two where it, <sighs> where it sat. It would have been maybe before the revenge. You know what I mean? So maybe that's yeah. my guess. But they just didn't care enough to make it to make to care enough about continuity to to do anything about that. And they released the episodes all mixed up. And so this one is even mixed up by season. They didn't, they, they aired it in season, in the middle of season three instead of in season two where it was supposed to be. So it is weird. I agree with you. And yeah. it's off putting and you're like, I'm, and it's pr- confu- I'm, probably we were, get, I'm probably getting way too worked up. But about no, we it. were, we were confused for the beginning of like, Oh, I guess they used to work together. And then as they, as the story goes on, you're like, so they currently work together. It takes you out of it. You yeah. know, it's just, the, it, it, it took me very far. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but uh, like you were saying, uh, George walks away immediately. Ditches immediately. Yeah. Uh, goes and talks with Ava. Jerry has a line. He's like, what could be- what could possess anyone to throw a party? <laughs> yeah, uh, a yeah. bunch of people treating your house like a hotel room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I love going to parties, but who likes hosting them? Oh, my gosh. I don't mind hosting a party, yeah. oh. but also, like... Uh, I'll take that as an excuse to just clean my apartment. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't normally. Yeah, just wait until, like, Sarah just goes overboard when, you know, you got to spend all this money. <laughs> it costs so much money, and, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's a nightmare. But also, like, you're not the one who has to drive home after the party. That's nice, yeah, that, That's yeah. the nice point, and you can just, like, say, like, okay, I'll clean all this up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, or but then you might run into a situation like the people hosting this party do when That's true. people don't leave. But let's uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, they so J- Jerry and Elaine have a little plan since they're gonna maybe get split up as well to avoid bad conversations. And Jerry's like coming up with a sign. How about chicken wing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, or, and then but the fact that he wants to come up with a plan to get out of bad conversations, Elaine thinks is dumb immediately. In fact, she asks him out. How old are you again? And he says thirty six. So yeah. what a great little indicator there of where we are in the Seinfeld timeline. 36 yeah. years old. She thinks it's dumb. Then we cut to immediately... They decide on tapping the head if you're getting a bad conversation. Immediately cuts to them both tapping their heads. Yeah. yeah. Know, Jerry's, essentially. On, Jerry's on the couch talking. He, he gets the, you came all the way out from Manhattan for this. Immediately, yeah. And he's like, so what do you do? And at that, he's like, I'm a comedian. He starts he's tapping, tapping his head, his head immediately because he knows this conversation always <laughs> goes the same way with the guy saying exactly what he ends up saying. Yeah. Like, what do you do? I'm a comedian. Oh, people in my office tell me I'm a yeah, funny guy, yeah. too. Maybe oh, I should really? be a comedian. Wow, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Didn't he ask him, too, where do you, oh, where do you get your material? That's the yeah, first question. So. Where do you get your material? I, l- I hear a little voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Jerry has a dumb answer. But he's tapping his head. Elaine, oh, what is the, um, he said El Dopa. I take El Dopa mm. for it. I don't know. I'm on El Dopa. All right, homework for next time. El what Dopa. Is, what is El Dopa? I don't know. It sounds like, you know, if you were saying dope in Mexican or, or Spanish, I mean, like, but maybe it was a drug at the time that uh, I have no idea. I'm on El Dopa. Um, I don't know what it means, <laughs> so I'll write it down. Um, and, and so, Yeah, we, we cut to Elaine. Yeah. And she's talking with the guy, or well, I can't even say that she's talking with the guy. She's sitting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listening. Like, listening well, to the guy. Maybe not even listening. <laughs> drone on about George Washington Carver. Yeah, and his love for the peanut, and different peanuts, <laughs> and whether they're legumes or nuts, uh, and, and what the difference she, is there. She's just sitting there, like, kind of just staring off, just tapping on her head. Yeah. Uh, we're back to, we're back to Jerry. And uh, George comes up and he says that Ava hasn't left him alone all night. Yeah, uh, but and he's getting a vibe. You know, he's getting. Yeah, he doesn't he, know what's going on. And he said that he can always tell when a woman likes him. I, I feel like that goes against something that's been established for George already. Definitely, I think he's always. I think he said he's you know, always not, oblivious. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, definitely. He he never picks up any hints or anything like like that. Maybe maybe that's why this is a joke. I, yeah. I, I guess. Oh, maybe, maybe. I, I, yeah, I yeah. didn't pick up on that being a joke. I was like, oh, okay. It's a character is... joke. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We should have. Later on, maybe it would have gotten a bigger laugh and we knew, know George a little bit bigger, better. You I know? guess. Yeah. Um, but George is asking Jerry if they can just stay one more half hour yeah. so that he can like, uh, like kind of feel out like where the Ava's trying yeah. to take this. Um, but in that moment, Jerry, I think he walks into the kitchen and rescues Elaine and she's like, where were you? I've been tapping my head for 20 (laughs) minutes. People think, people think I'm crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I like this little, little interaction too. Jerry, it's yet another, um, conversation that Jerry is in, um, (laughs) You know, yeah. Is this, is this the woman like up on the steps? Yeah, I think yeah. I've seen you in a club. <laughs> Haven't I seen you in a club? Uh, I don't know what she says after that. 
Um, but she just uh, dismisses him. Yeah, she's a uh, yeah. I think you, I think I saw you in a club. Oh, nice! And just turns like back to her. Yeah, friend. yeah, yeah. And I then, think that was was that Anna Gosteyer from SNL. No, it sure looked like her. I don't know. It looked like Anna Gosteyer, like the real actress. All right, I'm gonna have to write that down too. All right, all right. Anna Gasteyer. We're gonna have a lot of homework for next week at this rate. I know, but, but it's okay because we got this long holiday break, which <laughs> no one, which we're talking afterwards. You know what I mean? <laughs> our we, timeline, we, we have time. We've already taken our break when this comes yes, out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but we're back on the couch, and Elaine is. Uh, well, she's not saying oh, anything, God. but the woman who's just saying. Have you seen my fiance? Yeah, where is my fiance? I have lost my fiance. I think my fiance might be upstairs. Oh, the poor baby. Well, actually, Anna Gostire, or p- potentially Anna Gostire, is like, uh, Ellen, have you seen my fiance? Oh, he's upstairs. Oh, I have lost my fiance, the poor baby. And then <laughs> Elaine, just out of pure boredom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, the dingo ate your baby. Uh, maybe the dingo ate your baby. But this woman has no clue what <laughs> yeah. she's doing. Yeah, and, and the woman's like, what? It's like, the dingo ate your baby. God. <laughs> does, uh, does that, you know what that is from? Uh, I do. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I've never seen the movie, but I know the cultural touchstone of the dingo ate your baby. I know because um, I listened to uh, a Seinfeld or I listened to a Simpsons <laughs> podcast uh, by a couple guys in Australia, oh. and they're saying that a lot of people don't know this. That actually I know. happened. That's based like, on a it real was, story. It was like horrific. Yeah, yeah. Like a dingo ate a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a huge. Con- it's a yeah. It's still a huge story in Australia. The big controversy. I mean, didn't they think the woman like might have killed her baby? But I that, think so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it, it ended like up that a, a dingo- baby died yeah, because yeah. a dingo ate it. And it's a huge joke to us because. Because of the movie. Maybe nobody said that in real life. Maybe nobody said, maybe the dingo ate your baby I or guess, whatever. yeah. Maybe no one said it in real <laughs> it, life. But it's but just it's like just... the the cliche, like, it's what you have to say if you're trying out an Australian accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dingo ate my baby. <laughs> what movie? Is that... What movie is that, though? I was going to say it's out of Africa, but is it not out of Africa? I don't know. All right, hang on I, a I, I don't know it from a movie. I just know, like, the reference. Right, but it's from a Meryl Streep movie. Is where, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Dingo ate my baby. <laughs> Auto-completed. A cry in the dark. A okay. Dingo ate my baby is a phrase attributed to Lindy Chamberlain Creighton and also Meryl Streep's depiction of Chamberlain in the movie A Cry in the Dark about the death of an Australian baby girl in uh, the Northern Territory. So maybe the lady did actually say a dingo ate my baby. Uh, but it, it, So it is a, a disturbing reference that no one knows how just how disturbing it is because it's based <laughs> on a real actual yeah bad thing that happened have you ever had like such a bad experience at a party like this like have you ever been like bored out of your mind and there's just like people like being like pretentious and you just don't know anybody and you're just doing anything just to like amuse yourself not to this extent but i've certainly been at parties where like sarah you know we'd go to her parties and she'd ditch immediately so i'd have to like walk around (laughs) and and try to meet new people which is not my strong suit and so um you know i so i've certainly been in situations like that where i just end up sidling up to conversations and trying to pretend like I'm part of the group but yeah. and then just drinking way too much because it's the only thing to do and I need a prop. You yeah. know, I can't just sit around, <laughs> stand around with my hands in my pockets. This happened to me earlier this year. I went to uh, one of my friend's grad parties. He just graduated from medical school. Yeah. And I was the only person who showed up from at least for the first like hour or yeah. so from like undergrad years. So I, I'm getting there because that's where I know him from. I knew him from like whenever we were both in undergrad. I'm getting there like he's got 
uh, friends there that are doctors and they've graduated from medical school yeah. or they're already like in graduate school and I'm just like doing anything to like amuse myself because I know I'm never going <laughs> to freaking see these people yeah, again. Yeah. And they're talking, there's one point that just sticks out in my head. They're talking about like, oh, how they like love their cats or something. The cat is my favorite animal. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I think the rhino is my favorite animal. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. It's just like the thing I like going to see at the zoo. <laughs> I'm just like amusing myself with yeah, my yeah. own conversation at this point. Yeah, I've been, I'm always the person that gets stuck with like with the with the peanut guy. That's oh, God, I'm Elaine yeah. in that situation. I'm always the person who's like ha- like too nice to pretend I'm not interested. You know, I, yeah. I'm pretending I'm interested because I'm too nice to just walk away. I've gotten sucked into so many <laughs> conversations like that, and my friends literally have to like physically remove me from situations where I'm like, oh, I'm, no, I'm interested. I'm talking to this guy. <laughs> my, my friends are the ones that are being rude. I want to hear more about what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's like, so. I, I know I'm never going to see yeah. these people again. So I'm like, okay, why am I like trying to yeah. like <laughs> pretend to be cool? Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but so this is where George is going to take Ava home. Uh, and he is, hatches a plan with Jerry, and it's awesome because Jerry's like, "That's fine, great, go for it," you know. Uh, <laughs> which he d- has like a little. He expounds on a bit in a, in a stand-up bit a little bit later on. But he said, um, "What you know? What did she say to you?" He said she said, "Make love to me." Yeah, she wants to bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wants to be made love to. Which George yeah. is like, "That's you know, there's a difference." Yeah. Between boning and making love. <laughs> um, and so he's like, that's a lot of pressure for George. If it was just the other thing, he probably would have been okay with it. But now it's like, make love? He's like, no, I don't do it. What does that mean? I don't, I don't do well under pressure. Uh, and he was like, and then I said, oh, I can't believe what I said. And Jerry was like, what did you say? He's like, I long for you. <laughs> Which I think is a great response. If someone's going to use language like make love, it's, I long it's for not you. A, a, it's not a bad response, but just coming from George yeah, yeah, yeah. is but it, it's great. Her her opener was already cringy, make love to me. Yeah. And so I Who long for you. Who says that to like a man that y- you're you've only got like a, a work a workplace crush on. Yeah, yeah. And so I long for you is on the same level as I think it was a great response. I don't think George has anything to be embarrassed about. Sure. And, and Jerry, even, even, even Jerry yeah. says like, that's not bad. That's not bad. No. I agree. What a great. I mean, in the moment for him to think of I long for you, great response. That's 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 what somebody who says that uh, make love to me wants to hear. I long for you. Yeah. So I think that was a great response. A plus for George. And yeah, I actually even wrote in my notes right here. So is George employed again? Ava works in his office. Former office, maybe? Yeah. So even as far as like this this far into the episode, we're still not sure. Like, okay, yeah. hold on. Is this George's current job? When did he get a job? I even wrote two. Now employed question mark. <laughs> Ava from office. Now, yeah. So, um, but this is where, I mean, we get a very early, I mean, this is guy code. I mean, this is guy code before. Yeah. Yeah, like, absolutely. Before any like before old school was making reference to it before there was an MTV TV show I feel like this was groundbreaking <laughs> comedy um, for Seinfeld because the next there's a little stand-up bit about all plans between men are tentative until you know because if a woman gets involved then all bets are off you know all, the plans are are fine he calls it there's a male code yeah um, and uh, by the way did was this a little extra joke at the end he was like they could be that's why they hold the uh, space shuttle for so long sometimes there's a countdown going and they put it on hold because oh, yeah, he met yeah. someone on, on the way to the tarmac <laughs> or whatever yeah and he's just saying hey so uh, whenever I get back you and me how about we grab a glass of tang we well, see he says get together for some tang 
So oh, was that a double entendre? Right. Oh, God. If he said glass of tang, I wouldn't think so. But he yeah. said, why don't we get together for some tang? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that, a, is that a double entendre? They slip past the, the sensors? It has to be. It has to I be. I think there's a little extra joke in there. I think there is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, see, I, I was just thinking like, okay, yeah, glass of tang. Okay, astronauts, ne- next tang, yes. Yeah. But if he said glass of tang, I wouldn't have, did, it wouldn't have stuck out to did me. Did not even pick up on that. He distinctly said get together for some tang. <laughs> he did, so. yeah. I, n- now that you say that, I'm like, oh my God, that's... That, that's what he said. Uh, so back at the party <laughs> after the little stand-up bit about guy code, which is crazy. That you know, I mean, I just said that, again, groundbreaking, groundbreaking. Yeah. And uh, George and Ava are leaving, and I even wrote, "I thought this was her party until now." Yeah, I know, I know. Like I, I thought like, so, okay, yeah, they're going to Ava's party. It's even worse. Elaine and and Jerry are tertiary guests. They're invited by someone who was invited. Like I have a feeling Ava was invited. George might have been invited, but. Maybe if Ava invited George and George invited Jerry and Elaine. Oh, my you know? God. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes it even worse a little bit later on. So um, Elaine um, notices that uh, Ava is wearing a fur coat and asks her if that's real fur. <laughs> so they get in a little fight about that. Uh, you know, uh, but Elaine's a vegetarian, but she eats fish, which Ava says is hypocritical. Yeah. And Elaine says that fish don't feel any pain. Yeah. That's very weird. Of course they feel yeah. pain. They definitely have a central nervous system. Yeah, they're, they're living, like, animals. Yeah, they, yeah. They feel pain. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fish don't feel pain. <laughs> oh, well, uh, what, is, uh, what does Ava say to that? It's like, oh, well, why don't you swim around in a tank for two weeks then, and then we'll flush you down the toilet. Yeah, so yeah. Something, something, something along the lines of that. Goldfish come up somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but then, so they, they end up, you know, hustling out, and Jerry is going to call Kramer to uh, make a, uh, to get a ride. And look who the owner of the house is. Look who's throwing the party, cleaning up in the kitchen. It's Michael Chiklis. You didn't recognize Michael Chiklis? Is that Michael Chiklis? Michael Chiklis with hair. Maybe that's what threw you off. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that was Michael Chiklis. The shield. Holy crap. I know. Uh... It, this is the first we've seen him in the episode, isn't it? D- yes, it is. Yeah, okay. he might be in the background because he is, you know, he's the owner of the house. But I didn't, didn't see him. Didn't even recognize yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't see him until this. Yeah, but Michael Chiklis with hair is we- a weird sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this was definitely pre-Shield. Yeah. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, Jerry walks into the kitchen and he's like, hey, yeah, could I use your... Or no, he's like... Uh, uh, is this your party? And he's like, or no, he's like, is this your house? Like, no, I just live here. No, he says, is this your party? And he says, no, no, I just live here. Oh, Which is a funny response. Is this your party? It is, like, yeah. it's not my party. I just live here. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jerry asks if he can use the phone. Oh, what's in it for me? I don't know. A bigger bill. <laughs> Yeah, and they have a pretty good rapport immediately, you know, I mean, which which may come into play later on. Uh, but so he calls Kramer to come pick him up. Uh, but then Elaine and Jerry are stranded. It's yeah. hours later. Yeah. You, you caught like how like he replies to Kramer when he picks up the phone, though, right? No, what do he say? He's like, Kramer's sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's it's 2 a.m. We find out through some dialogue that and Elaine and Jerry are the only people there. Yeah. The hosts are doing whatever cleaning they can. Because <laughs> everything's already done. It's 2 a.m. They're still trying. Jerry and Elaine are still trying to make small party talk with yeah. them, just shouting from the couch. Oh, you got the Civil War book. I saw that special. I was going to. 600 million people die. 600,000 people die. It's just it's still like party small talk, but, um, you know. And, oh, how about this? People don't use straws as much as they used to. Yeah, How wow. Timely is that? Yeah, geez. Straws are have been in the news a ton in twenty eighteen. So yeah. that's well, kind of weird. Well, well now it's twenty nineteen. Oh, you're right. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. But last year they were definitely in the in the news. So 
I thought that was like even in '91 they were already talking about people not using straws. People don't yeah. use straws, as much, but maybe did, maybe did straws have a resurgence after '91? Maybe, must have been. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then you know, they, then they're like, "Our ride should be here any minute now." And yeah. the the hostess screams because she sees somebody out the window. And Jerry goes, "That's him." He yeah. just knows that Kramer is yeah. lurking in the bushes outside. Oh, and I, I I mentioned earlier on uh, that I. I looked it up on Google Maps from Manhattan. I don't know if this is like exactly where they're going, right. but from Manhattan to Long Island on Google Maps, it says it's 53.4 miles, an hour and 22 minutes. Dang. That's a that's a pretty decent favor to ask when of someone. When did you search? Because uh, I'm like, Kramer was going out there in the middle of the night. That's true. You know, so, but who knows when he was leaving? It, it Let's was say like eleven the middle, or twelve. It was middle of the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. So you got to feel there's there's got to be a little less traffic because I think someone does reference fifty minutes at some point. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a fifty minute drive. Yeah. They they, they mentioned later, and we can just say this now, but uh, Jerry's saying eighty miles an hour, 40, uh, yes. 40 degrees for fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going eighty, and it still took fifty minutes. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Uh. So Kramer picks him up. Oh yeah. But you mentioned that uh, that the uh, um, a convertible's broken. Yeah. His convertible top is broken, so it's down. Yeah. Um, but uh, good guy Jerry, I want to make a mention of this. He offers the host and his wife uh, like comp yeah. tickets to one of his show for the burden of having to stay up with them. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, when did Kramer get a convertible? I don't know. I don't know. I guess we've never really seen this car, right? Well, is this the same car he had in the parking garage? Because that's his yeah, car. Yeah, you're right. That's not a convertible. That's not a convertible. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. And it's not even. A, it's definitely not a hard top because he puts in the trunk the um, <laughs> the air conditioner. So I don't know when he got a convertible. Maybe Kramer has two cars in Manhattan. That's amazing. It's just another plot hole. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A, a, a but then again, plot don't forget hole. this is from season two as well. So he didn't get his <sighs> other car until season three. Um, I, I but guess. yeah, um, maybe he crashed it going eighty yeah, from on the Long Island yeah, Expressway. I, maybe. Um, so it, in Jerry's apartment, a week later, Jerry is now sick because of what you mentioned. Uh, yeah, the yeah, driving. They were, they were yeah. in forty degree. Yeah, uh, even though being cold doesn't make you sick. Yeah, forty forty degree temps, yeah. eighty miles an hour for fifty yeah. minutes. I guess he's got the sniffo, sniffos. But uh, then there's a knock at the door, and it's Mister. Pocatillo. Pocatillo. Did we learn like what their names were no, before no. this? That's why Jerry's like, just as puzzled. Who is as, it? Yeah. Mr. Pocatillo. That's why Jerry's just who? as puzzled as, yeah. as we are. Yeah, like <laughs> Long Island Party or whatever. Yeah, he's like, it, you told me if I was ever in the city to hit you up. Well, I'm in the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's just waiting for a ride back to Long Island. Yeah, at 11. And, he's like, his ride's not going to be. And, and Jerry's like, why couldn't he go with Jerry to meet up with George? I don't know. He knows both of them. Yeah. He must. Yeah. George was at the party. Yeah, yeah. It's and not so, like they were going to go do anything that would be just for them. Yeah. They were going to go to the convenience store to pick out cold medicine. Yeah. He could have been like, oh, well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually just going to uh, meet up with George, who was also at the party. You can come with me yeah, if you want. Yeah, we're just going to get cold medicine, and then, you know, I don't think they do anything. I don't know what their plans were after that. They must have had plans, because Mr. Pocatillo's in the apartment by himself for a long time time not I by guess, himself yeah. but without jerry in other words um or, so, may, or maybe it was just jerry and george trying to do something so jerry, so didn't jerry have to go, have to go back. that sounds very likely as yeah. well like i don't want to go back to the apartment of this guy um <laughs> yeah so but at the, at the convenience store back at the same convenience store where george was just uh taken away at the beginning of the episode um george talks about first he's his ruined relationship with ava at work now yeah and how uh he's gonna quit his job now because of this I'm like and i just wrote down Okay, sure. 
What, why not? Yeah. He's, he's going to quit the job that he didn't have until this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is, this is where it solidifies that George does now have a job, and he has to walk by Ava's desk to go to the bathroom. He was like, I spent half the day writing patter, because I yeah. have to say something to her each time I pass by, and if it was a good conversation, I don't leave my office for the rest of the day, <laughs> which is pretty funny. I mean, it puts a lot... He was like, it used to be fun, you know, she used to be a friend. I see people talking to her like a friend, and that used to be me. I want to go back to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he totally ruined the relationship that they had at work by dating. Yeah. Uh, but we go back to Jerry's apartment, and Mr. Pocatillo is... Or no, uh, I'm trying to think. Has Kramer come in yet? Uh, no, I think he's just sitting there, but then Kramer does come in and, yeah. and says, and is like, what's going on? You know? Yeah. 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 And, uh, he, he remembers him from picking up Jerry in a lane from oh, the yeah. party. Which is funny because Jerry didn't remember. I, I feel like there was some mention of like remembering who I am. And, and then, um, you don't remember. Oh yeah. When he says a Mr. Pocatillo, you don't remember the Long Island party or something like that. And, and yeah. so Kramer who met him for five minutes, remembers him immediately. That was a little gag that like <laughs> Long Island party. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. Pocatillo is looking for something to drink, and yeah. Jerry doesn't have anything. And I just wrote down, I, I mean, he's he's got to have some milk with all the cereal that he <laughs> That's has. That's not what Mr. Pocatillo wanted. I know. but <laughs> like had a Snapple, yeah. but he wants a, a drink drink. <laughs> yeah. And so Kramer <laughs> is uh, more than willing to oblige. Um, back in the drugstore, and George pockets uh, the medicine that Jerry was going to buy because it's $9.60. Yeah, yeah. And the drugstore owes him $10. They do, and he vowed revenge. Yeah. And as soon as he puts it in his jacket <laughs> pocket, security guard comes up behind him and says, uh, hey, what do you got in there? What do you got in your pocket? Is oh, th- this I, I was I was gonna buy this. I, I was just putting it in here so I didn't lose it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and God. so that he takes him away, and Jerry's like, "Can I still buy this, or is it evidence now?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and so back in the apartment, Jerry returns, and t- the guy, Mister Pocatillo, is drunk. Um, and oh, he uh, he had asked earlier Kramer for an escort service. We should get some girls over yeah. here. Well, but before we get to that, what was the line about two doves turning brown? Oh, I don't know. Just is, a, is it supposed to make sense at all? Or no, are they just it's drunk? just the end of a story that. Okay. That it's very was a, it's the end of a funny Kramer adventure okay. that he was telling this okay. guy, and they laugh about it for way too long. I, I thought I missed something. Yeah. Okay. No, no. It's just the end of a story. You know, it's like when you come in at the end of a punchline, like, and then the blonde tells the guy, "That's not what the dog's for." <laughs> you know, you just make up the end of a joke, um, like, and you're like, "Oh, I wonder what that joke was about." You don't have to know. It's just I just made it up off the top of my head, um, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, Jerry, the the Long Island party party guy is drunk, and he has a hooker there named Patty who's demanding payment. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to give a shout out to five 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 love. Oh, five 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 love. <laughs> yeah, that's Kramer's uh, escort line. That yeah, he's yeah. going to give the guy. Uh, but yeah, when Jerry comes in, Patty's there. Uh, Mr. Pocatillo leaves. Yeah. Uh, he's at, on his way out the door. He's inviting Jerry back to another party at Long Island. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, come on out." Uh, n- uh, a couple of weeks later, I don't remember. I think he drops the exact date. Yeah, I um, think you're right. Yeah, but he's not going to pay Patty. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's like, just out the door. He's leaving. Yeah. yeah, and Jerry's just asking Patty, "Okay, how much does he still owe you? Fifty yeah. dollars?" I'm wondering if he actually owed her fifty dollars, or if she upcharged Jerry. That that's what I would do if I was a hooker. Yeah, immediately <laughs> just yeah, whatever. Because she's saying the rest of my money. Yeah. So he there was an initial transaction, and then Jerry. But so as Jerry come, as Jerry takes fifty dollars out of his wallet and hands it to Patty, the cops run in. Yeah, and arrest him for solicitation of a prostitute. So. What? What? <laughs> who? Who called the cops? Yeah, that's where did the cops come from? Why are they like know. right there? 
And, and I was like, it was Patty undercover? But Maybe. if Patty was undercover, why wasn't Mr. Pocatillo arrested? Because he's already given her money. Yeah. And that means whatever she was paid to do, she's already done in Jerry's apartment, by yeah. the way. <laughs> so why wasn't Mr. Pocatillo arrested as well? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The cops, I guess, were just walking by. I was like, wait, I just heard a wallet open and a hooker. <laughs> and I think I hear a hooker taking money. Uh, I, it was really weird. I, I didn't like that, but anything it, for the joke, was, I guess. It was very just uh, yeah. fact of the matter. Yeah. Very... Oh, I, I guess they just happened to be there. They just there, happened I to guess. be there, yeah. But the look on Patty's face makes it look like she, I'm sure she's had run in with the police before. But I was like, is she in on it? Is she undercover? And she's going through with the acts? Just to, I don't know Maybe, what's going but, on. But yeah, as soon as the cops go, you're under arrest for solicitation of prostitution. Yeah. Elaine barges in, I have chicken soup. Yeah, for Jerry, because he's sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I thought like. I totally forgot that he was sick by this point. Oh, and I yeah. thought that was her bribe to the police I have officer. Chicken soup. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why she's there. She brought chicken soup for Jerry. Um, and well, which is the worst bribe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then she asks if Patty, if that's real fur that Patty's wearing. And both Jerry and the cop just go, oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because they know Elaine's just going to get into it again. If not, throw the chicken soup on the fur. You know oh, what I mean? God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the the paint thing people used to do back in the day with fur. You know, they throw red paint on it. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a big 90s thing to do. Uh, so back in the apartment, Jerry and George are talking about their experiences getting arrested at the police station. Oh, what about that redhead guy? What was it? You know, they're like talking about, oh, did you meet Sergeant blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, he was the best. I yeah. didn't like this scene. It no? Add why not? In, because I, it took me until this scene. I'm like. Oh, yeah, I, I guess they both got arrested. Yeah. Y- you could have ended it on, oh, boy, and yeah. go right into the stand-up scene. Granted, that'd be very, like, cliche sitcom. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that Elaine. That's our Jerry. You'll be right back. You know. <laughs> it, so I, I do like that because it's a, a tag. Like I like how nonchalantly they are talking about being arrested. Like, oh, yeah, a guy in my cell threw food at him every time he came by or something. You know, they're, <laughs> they're talking about their experiences. Yeah, I guess. Like they do, like they're talking about going to a party. Yeah, you know, like oh my gosh, did you talk to that guy? What was what was wrong with him, man? You know, and and so it's like going like, to jail. Oh yeah, was, was a- that the peanut guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, we get an, uh, our final stand-up bit, and Jerry's talking about um, pauses, like when someone's asking for yeah, a yeah. favor, and it's like, hey, could you do me a favor and grab me the remote yeah. from over there? Could you do me a big favor? It's all it's all <laughs> in how long the pause is. Yeah, yeah, which I loved. I've been saying that in my head, like. Hey, can you do me a favor and grab that pen? I've been saying that. I just lo- I, n- I wasn't familiar with this bit, and I I really liked it. So a lot of good Jerry stand up in this bit. You got to change this up now and like see if it works with Sarah. Yeah. You got to be like, hey, could you get me? A- could you do me a big favor? And she's like, yeah. What is it? Could you hand me the remote right there? Yeah, yeah. But then also like ask like a big favor, very nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, hey, could you do me a favor and drive me down to the studio? <laughs> yeah. Just in the middle of the day, like to do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right, that's the end of this episode, the stranded, um, and yeah, I, what's our homework for next week? We got to find out what El Dopa is. Okay. El Dopa. <laughs> and and uh, is that on a goss tire who tells Jerry that she saw him in a club and then just turns right around? Oh yeah. I think I saw you in a club. Um, we'll find out next time. And I think that's <laughs> next, it. Next time yeah. on No Hugging, No Learning. I believe that's it. If anybody Did, can track down a, a copy yeah. of I Need More Sex by, <laughs> starring Amber Lynn. If anyone is a fan of Amber Lynn and has seen any of her movies, please. Have you heard of the band Amber Lynn? Yeah. Is uh, that where they got their Or is that Anne Berlin? The, the band is Anne Berlin. Okay. All one word. Yeah. A-N-B-E-R-L-I-N. It's an N, not an M. Because every time I say yeah. Amberlynn, I'm like, Amberlynn? <laughs> yeah. It is the actress Amber 
Lynn? Yes, yes. Okay. Like but I mean, L-Y-N-N? But if I'm I was guessing? starting a punk band, I'd be like, hey, let's take a porno actress whose name really runs together. Yeah, except but Anne Berlin is like a churchy band. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're definitely like contemporary Christian. I'm, I did I'm not know sure. that. Yeah. I had a buddy in uh, that I went to their church wrong. college with that, well, maybe they didn't. Maybe I'm getting mixed up with another band. Anyway, I thought he really liked them. That's the only time I, I, mean, I heard them. They're not bad. Yeah. Are they churchy like MXPX was just on Tooth and Nail, and that's why they were considered churchy? Because Tooth and Nail was kind of like a churchy label? Uh, they're more like Skrillex. Not Skrillex. Um, <laughs> well, no, not Skrillex. Uh, Skillet. Oh, Skillet. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And Skillet so- is like the poor man's... Um, we were meant to live for some... <laughs> Switchfoot. Yeah. Skillet's like the poor man's like, Switchfoot. I, I don't mind some Skillet songs. Really? Yeah. Uh, My mom got me a Skillet CD because she was always like buying me... I would tell her like I want a band and then she'd go to Heaven and Earth, which was the Christian store. Yes. And she'd like say, what band sounds like this? And then buy me yes. that band. <laughs> oh my God. That's incredible. So that's why I have a Skillet CD. Oh my God. I don't know what band they were supposed to sound like, but I was like, this is not they're like specifically the, they're what like I They're like the churchy shine down. Oh God! <laughs> um, yeah, so even churchier than Switchfoot. <laughs> uh, did we have a better description for the stranded? I think you have to. Yeah, let, let's hear it again. I think you have to add something to the end. Uh, waiting for a ride, Jerry and Elaine keep a party's host up late. Yeah, because I mean that's the first half of the episode. Yeah. So it's like, and then Jerry has to repay a favor or something like that. Jerry, uh, a favor know. puts Jerry in an awkward position after he keeps the host. At a party up too late. Something like that, you know? Yeah, I guess. Add something yeah. about that second half of the dealie, or do we... You no, know, you know, we got to put something about George in there. Yeah. Uh, I would I would even say you can mm. take the second half of the episode with Mr. Pocatilla out if we can add something about George to the... Waiting for a ride, Jerry and Elaine keep a party's host up late. Semicolon, George is employed again? <laughs> How about George ditches, George leaves Jerry and Elaine at a party to... Maybe not even to do anything. George leaves Jerry and Elaine at a party, forcing them to keep the host up too late. Something like that. Yeah, as just the whole description. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like that. That's not bad. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Anything you want to touch on? No, I think that's it. All righty. Uh, next week, we've got season three, episode 11. We are chugging along Yeah. With season three. The alternate side aired December 4th, 1991. The original TV Guide description was Elaine dumps a 66-year-old who then has a heart attack. Wow. I don't really remember this. Really? Yeah. Elaine was, like, dating a 66-year-old guy? That's kind of crazy. I guess, yeah. (laughs) I mean, well, what? We've established that she's... Uh, younger than Jerry, right? I think so, yeah. So she's like 30, Couple 30 years. 34, yeah. I think. Yeah. So yeah, she's literally half the age of this guy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering if that comes up in the episode. I had like, to. Like her exact age. I yeah. Mean. Oh, right, so right, like, right. Oh, yeah, you're half this guy's age. Yeah, yeah. So that we would know for sure, like, okay, yeah, she's 33 or 34 or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, so the alternate side is next time on No Hugging, No Learning. I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. Be good.